Hello, everybody. Uh, you're listening to our new podcast, Embers of Autumn. It is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Uh, it's our next campaign after Beneath the Tide with the same player group, uh, and it streams every Wednesday at 9:30 p.m. Eastern Time on the Mimics and Monstrosities Twitch channel. You can find that Twitch channel at twitchtv mimics letter n monstrosities. That's twitch.tv/mimicsnmonstrosities. So come check us out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hello, we're back. Um, little hiatus because of health issues and personal stuff that's been walloping me for the entire month of September. So now it's before we begin. Color change is our charity of choice as per always, so you can check out the link in our chats, VODs, etc, etc. Uh, we have a Patreon, $3 tier or more, gets you free content or supplemental content for your D&D campaigns every month. Nothing for September because, like I said, overwhelmed. Sam, anything you want to talk about yet? Yep. It's already October, basically. Brutal. Speaking of mythological, anything else, Sam? Last we left off, the party were dealing with a psychic invasion of sorts on Ven's home city of Varanmore, which got absolutely fucked by this strange psychic infection that infected people of a certain intelligence. The town got overrun, essentially. People were murdered. And the party, uh, after everything was dealt with, it kind of, the attack sort of seemingly just randomly ended. And after doing some, well, not on purpose investigation, uh, Ven discovered some weird things in his room. Like Dax was, you know, praying to that entity again. And Dax spoke in the guy's head in the warehouse, which caused everything to sort of start uh, so the party decided to go find Dax after this psychic attack ended they went to the Wayfarers Guild and uh, the guy there Vinny Two Shoes mentioned that he had seen Dax and Dax went off to the area to the uh, the religious district and said he was busy trying to get things together and contact people in the capital to send aid uh, because he was the only one really in the city left with some sort of control and uh, influence. So they all went to the temple district and found it absolutely fucking brutalized. People killed in every temple. 
Um, but the only temple that really caught your eye was a temple to the Ash Heart, where Dax had decided to visit, and found a slaughtered priest and some slaughtered uh, mercenaries from that mercenary company, um, and footsteps that looked similar to Dax's, with you know, great axe wounds in the people in the temple, and kind of put you know put two two together, but it seemed like Dax had disappeared. And nobody knew where Dax went. So I think the party were discussing if they think Dax is responsible and if this is all Dax's fault, and also discussing if Thranazard had something to do with this as well. The party then uh, commandeered Marcus's ship, the sailor they helped um, the, that day <laughs> deal with a or the day before, deal with a weird shark problem in the ocean. He had also died in the attack, so they took his boat, borrowed it, commandeered it, with per with permission, yes, and began sailing to the capital city um, to, you know, warn people about what happened in Vranmore and see if there was any backup and to see if there's any other attacks being planned, yada, 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 yada. Uh, after their first day of sailing, uh, sort of their second day, they all heard a voice in their head that says, let me ease your pain. And Dax's ring of mind shielding landed on the deck of the ship. Kenna picked it up, and that's what we're going to pick up with Kenna going, uh, Van, I think this is more of your area of expertise, and hands it to Ven. So you may be noticing there is a gap in time here without much talking and such. Um... <clears throat> For some reason, the first 20 or so minutes of uh, the podcast got corrupted, and for the audience audio, my audio was a little uh, fucky as well, unfortunately. Um, so this is just going to be like a little recap of what happened. Uh, the party talked to Dax, whose soul was in the ring of mind shielding after being separated from the party in Varanmore last session. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm not feeling too great, so there's going to be some sniffling and stuff. Uh, they discovered that Dax, um, again, had been placed into this ring of mind shielding. Her soul had been placed into the ring of mind shielding after the attack on Varanmore. They discovered that Dax didn't actually have anything to do with the attack on Varanmore and was just trying to <clears throat> intimidate this individual who was pestering Coin uh, a couple sessions ago. Dax disappeared. When Dax volunteered to go with these Illithid who were attacking, who were members of Yubalikes, this Elder Brain God's army, essentially, um, went with the party. Went with these, or sorry, went with these Illithid, and the attack ended. Um, there was sort of like a private conversation because you know Ven could only hear Dax because Dax was speaking in Ven's mind, and Ven was repeating all of this information to the party. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Um, and it was discovered that... Yeah, Dax didn't really have any idea what was going on. Told Ven did not really tell the party much. Like, yeah, don't tell them this, I don't want to get in trouble. Don't tell my friend Thranazart. And Ven was all like, well, I don't know how we're going to tell Thranazart. We don't even know where Thranazart is. Um, yeah. And then the party realized that Dax had been killed, obviously, of course, since their soul was in the Ring of Mind shielding. Mm -hmm. uh, party did some more stuff. And eventually, you know, because we're on a ship 
leaving Varanmore. Sorry, they're on a ship leaving Varanmore uh, during this attack. And eventually, the conversation uh, resumes and the audio fixed itself miraculously somehow. So, here's the rest of that conversation. Um, Who? Uh, Vinny Two Shoes. Oh, Vinny, bless his soul. Okay. Uh, he he deputized us and gave us the deed to the boat and a note that says that we didn't steal it so that we can go to the capital and warn the queen and everybody else that a massive uh, brain invasion is occurring to uh, in one of the larger settlements. Is it wise to do this? Why would it not be? What if they go after the good illithids in Coral Cove? It would be... Uh unwise not to do it since we were tasked to do it by the guild. It's also not necessarily, well, we now know that it's Illithid doing it, but it's also just a sickness of the mind that, in a literal sense, that spreads via awareness, so... Okay, so we keep Illithid talk out of it. Well, if it's po if it would help and they could find this creature that has been causing it then uh, I, I would imagine that it would be a benefit to let them know all the information we have okay okay then make sure you would you uh, get acquainted with this ring before we get there it might help you um, alright in case they try to See if you're telling the truth for any reason to get inside your head. Well, I plan on telling the truth, so I don't know why that would be an issue. For the things that I've told you? Well, if they don't ask, I don't have to tell them. It's like water through sand, then. It'll just go right through to the bottom. What? Well, if they try to... They have, you know the capital, they have their divination magics. Yes, I also know the divination magic is capable of determining information regardless of whether or not I tell them. Then I hit things. I don't think, well, not in that way at least. If I There's... really would have thought, do you really think I'd be in this situation? Right. There are divination right. spells such as scrying and other spells that are capable of discerning truth with, uh, without my brain being involved. So if they really want to know, they can find out. And at this point, I think that uh, shielding my mind from them and making it seem like I have something to hide after my hometown was just ransacked is not going to be the best course of action. But I will acquaint myself with it because... I do want the protection, just in case something like that shows up again. Is your mother okay? She is on the boat with us. She is oh, helping okay. steer. Okay. I, I was, was able to get her out. About her. I had to kill three guards in order to All right, get lay to her. On, laid it on a little thick there, eggs, Benny. Okay. Well, just letting you know what was going on with us. Yeah, don't tell her, but the incense I borrowed, that's kind of what I used it for. Just don't put mm. that on her conscience. I see, alright. How long are we away from the capital? I think it was about 19 hours yeah. last we checked. Aye, aye, aye. 
how uh, how'd you get snuffed? Literally had they just chop your head off or something. No, they just reached into my brain, into my head, and took it out. I felt it was peaceful. It wasn't painful. Just got scooped. Scary little rat. Truth be told, no. When you look death in the face every day, Druk, from what we do, saw it coming. It was right there. Wouldn't make me any less scared. It was well, like, do you do you like a hard-boiled egg struck? Hmm. It's like if you were to crack the jaw and then scoop out the inside in one fell swoop. I'm just imagining Ven. Yeah, Ven is relating with just like, like affirmative you... grunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you took the and scooped out the insides. So that is very gross. And they yes. also have my uh, sending stones, which connect to Thranazard. Don't know what happened to those. Don't know what happened to any of my equipment or my giant belt strength. So. Sorry, wait. Uh, one second. You said that they have your th sending stones, and you said they had your body, right? Yes, from what I understand. And they have your brain. Would they? Would they be able to use the sending stones with those to mimic? you when they message Thranazard? I have no idea. I don't. Because if so, they could potentially be luring him into a trap. So yeah, we would probably want to tell Thranazard that you're dead. <laughs> Great poker face, Justin. You fucking find Thranazard then, and you warn him. I will do my best. Where is he? Oh, no, no, no. You won't do your best. You will find him. Where is... Uh, I, first I of all, don't know. He wouldn't then, tell me. Then how do I find him if I've never met him, I have no idea what he even looks like, and I don't know where he is? We're the Faust and the Furious. We're we'll think of something. <laughs> We're family. And family sticks together. We're sticking together. I just wondering to know how you want me to find a single elephant out of thousands. In the middle, and just any elephant, then. Is he is he speckled? Is he polka dotted? Anything to help me identify him? Just so y'all know, I got revivify now, but it's not useful in this situation. Yeah, we do Thanks, need a body. Anna. I think I also have it, or maybe I haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> it would come in handy though. I, I don't have it yet. I don't think any of us have the diamonds either. So no, no we get Canada's. we do have one. Oh, yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. We got one a while ago for as a reward for something, so I gave it to Kenna last session. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, boy. So I will, f I will do what I can to find Thranazart, but if uh, all I have is a name to go off of, so if you have any other ideas for how I could find him or get in contact with him to let him know of your untimely doom, that would be helpful. If I think of anything, I'll let you know. All right. All I can do in here is think. 
All right. What is everybody doing for the next 19 hours? Helping out my mom with the boat stuff. All right. Yeah. Dax is probably annoying the ever-loving shit out of Ed. But, like, not, not like, being, like, grotesque and all that, just, like, talking to him because that's all she can do. Just nattering, nattering, nattering in the background, like, yes, this forest that we went to, and Thranazart looks like this. He normally is about, you know, this height, and going, like, on and on, like, all these details, like, he's probably, like, shut the fuck up about. <laughs> Well, uh, he did. He did work at a. Or he he did spend a lot of time at a magic school for like a decade or somewhere thereabouts. So having people constantly following around and pestering him with other, with, with new information is not exactly a foreign concept. Drak is going to unattune to the Ring of Stench. Okay. So that it's not, you know, super gross to be near. Yep. Cause that stench would have been for the first entire day on the boat. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think he's going to probably, yeah, based on what he tried out from that, he's probably going to see if anybody else wants it. <laughs> um, but we can sort that out later. Um, yeah. Um, other than that, uh, he'll probably try to pay attention to the woodwork on this boat. Um, he's a, he actually has woodcarver's pro, uh, proficiency and the woodcarver tools proficiency. So he's, um, kind of a hobbyist, um, like whittler and carver himself. So he's uh, he's like just kind of looking at some of that stuff and like kind of taking little notes. Alright. Yeah, it's pretty well taken care of. Stained in a lot of places just from like years worth of this drunk guy stumbling around and throwing up. Yeah, that's uh, that's what he's gonna do. Alright, so... Druck is like... Interesting fact: after enough after enough years of uh, stumbling drunk puke, uh, it actually starts to, it actually starts to work as a sealant for the wood. <laughs> yeah, like like calculus buildup on yeah. people's teeth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. And speaking of buildup, nineteen hours pass. Yeah. Uh, yep, bringing us to three a.m. We're all woken up by the sound of events. I'm going, ah, oh, we're pulling into port at 3 a.m. You, oh. you all do get the benefits of a long rest, we'll say. Thank you, mother. Wow, even me? Nope. <laughs> hey, you get all your hit points back and you're alive again. <laughs> um, and as the ship's kind of getting close, you all find yourselves approaching the port district of Anundial City. Even And even this early, numerous individuals walk about delivering large shipments of various supplies, such as food, lumber, oars, and more. There are numerous docks where small boats and massive ships of all sizes are docked. Gulls fly high in the sky looking for any scrap or morsel dropped by the working fisherfolk. South of the docks 
are a series of ascending wooden staircases that rise up the cliff face towards buildings and the perimeter walls of the city. Atop this smooth, straight, vertical cliff sits a cluster of smaller buildings such as the port's tavern, inn, and a few storage warehouses, among other, other buildings which are made of white marble much like the rest of the city. Um, the paved areas of the port district are immaculate white cobblestone, very much like the ones that make up the streets of the inner city, where you all were like a month ago. Yeah, 25 days ago. Um, beyond the port, you can see the city itself. Uh, the massive, sprawling city is hewn from black and white marble, and the towering exterior walls of the city are roughly 150 feet high and surrounded in a rhombus-like pattern. Uh, in the city itself are numerous districts with varying degrees of elevation, much like Minas Tirith from Lord of the Rings. And each district is separated by large gates made of solid platinum and patrolled by a constantly changing array of crowns guard. So you can see all the districts from the port because it's all like elevated. Uh, the two most elevated districts being the Royal Ward, where the nobles of the city and the queen resides, and the Dawn Ward, where the halls of eternal life and other temples preside, always overlooking the rest of the city. Uh, and beneath the Dawn Ward sits the miles upon miles of catacombs under the city that acolytes of the temple maintain on a daily basis. Uh, and people come here to pray, be healed, and take in whatever services the temples can provide. So yeah, then one of your like jobs probably in the temple would have been to go down into the catacombs and just like clean bodies and stuff. I'm familiar with death. <laughs> uh, the streets are cobblestone hewn from the very same marble that makes up the city walls with wide open streets filled with trees to provide a source of shade for the millions of people that walk the city daily. To the west of the Royal Ward is the Dreamweave District, which is only accessible by mages who've trained at the Soulspire Academy or those with a mage in their midst. Visible to all while in the city is a large airship propelled by powerful sails and magic that always floats above the Dreamweave District um, before making its voyages to the other countries of the continent. Uh, -ba -ba. This district is also known for its floating ethereal lights, multicolored trees and plants, and magical-looking buildings. Uh, there's an area here known as the Crucible of Sending, where students of the academy can take part in dangerous activities to gain renown and perks from the school should they survive. Students and professors at the school also have access to a teleportation circle inside the Crucible that leads right to the academy and vice versa. The Crucible also contains a tavern where students who are who are away from the school tend to gather and enjoy life's pleasures, and the occasional professor can be found here seeking time away from their rigorous duties. <gasps> Another location of note in this district is the Ember Athenium, a great library and repository for knowledge, and the largest library in the entire world. It is made of towering spires of white marble, and the windows are all made of stained glass depicting images of Del Nasra's history, which is the world. Entry in this place has a price, but is far worth the admission for a chance to gaze upon the stored knowledge within, and some of this knowledge is from the beginning of recorded time in the world. To the north of the Dawn Ward are the Memorial Gardens, which is a district spanning numerous city blocks with outdoor gardens, ponds, and more. Uh, and I'm just saying, describing the city in so much detail because for people who don't really know much about the city, which would be everybody but Ven and Coin and Kenna, this is sort of just like exposition for everybody else that probably the three of them are just telling you guys about. Um, yeah, so the Memorial Gardens, a district spanning numerous city blocks with outdoor gardens, ponds, and more. It also contains monuments to those who lost their lives in the battle that destroyed the original city. There are no shops, inns, or taverns here. It is simply an area where the citizens of the Anandial City can find a place to get away from the daily city life and relax. Some homes have been erected here, but mostly for families who descended from veterans of that battle. 
Uh, wildlife roams here freely too, but nothing dangerous. And hunting this wildlife is punishable by incarceration. Uh, the final district is the market ward on the southernmost point of the city and is the lowest elevated district aside from the port. This district is dominated by most of the shops found in Undeal City. The streets are lined with beautiful plants, trees, and beautiful marble-hewn buildings. Uh, Crowns Guard patrol the streets on a regular basis to ensure the owners of the establishments can do so safely without the worry of being robbed. Um, most of the shops here sell general goods, equipment, and anything you could be looking for may be found here. A single magic shop, magic shop resides here, dealing in spell components and other basic needs, um, and is the sole magic shop in the city as a whole, at least for those not permitted into the Dreamweave. Um, ba -ba -ba -ba. A handful of inns exist in the market ward, but is mostly dominated by taverns, with the occasional hostel and places for more adult entertainment. The market ward is also where most of the population lives, usually above their shops or in rather small but still beautiful homes. However, we're at the port, and further into this district, Crown's Guard patrol the area, and most of the guards seem visibly annoyed, like there's something going on in the city, and the city's pretty busy, even at 3 a.m. Um, trees and other vegetation grow from plots of land scattered throughout the port district to kind of make, like, just a shaded area so it's not people working tirelessly in the sun all day um and then as your mom kind of gets the boat into port starts like docking and getting it all tied up and stuff um <clears throat> a small halfling man in well-dressed black clothes uh with a red bolo tie approaches with a monocle over his left eye with slicked back oiled down brown hair and he's clutching a thick ledger and a feather quill uh, may I see your documents, shipping manifest, if you have any, and may the owner, whose name is on the purchasing papers of this boat, sign here, please. And he holds a book. Um, we have a bit of a special situation. We have a special, uh, here's a note from Varenmore. It's just been attacked. Uh, we This boat was commandeered to get us here, and uh, we, we desperately need to talk to someone to, to let them know what happened. Talk to one of the Crown's guard. All right, thank you. Uh, he signs the book and hurries off. Okay. I'll go. I'll flag down to Crown's Guard. Right. However, upon dealing with the halfling man, something strange catches your eye at the end of this dock. Something that stands out amongst the rest of the hubbub of the port in the early morning. Standing at the end of the dock, you're currently in the process of leaving, is a figure draped in a long gray trench coat of sorts, a pair of basic black cloth pants, brown dress shoes, and a dull orange scarf that is wrapped tightly around their neck. And as you're like all leaving the dock to get closer to like talk to a crowns guard, you can also make out bones. Not just the occasional bone here and there from rot, but their entire body is made of bones. A skeleton is standing at the end of the dock and seems to be looking at every person disembarking the various ships and boats. Getting closer, you notice the skeleton is also wearing an ostentatious purple top hat, fingerless gloves, and holding what appears to be a golden cane. The skeleton eagerly approaches you all and introduces themselves. Well, hello, hello, hello. I am Dawn Danello. Uh, pleasure at your service. Uh, Arcane spells is the game. Uh, huh, I see. You're, uh, huh. My adventuring party, the Skele Gang, has heard about you before, yes. Oh. <laughs> we already have a book magic practitioner. 
Well, you might have a book magic practicer, whatever that may mean, but you don't have me, Don Donello. Donatello? Don Donello. D-O-N. I see. Um, Don Don. <laughs> a literal skeleton in a trench coat, scarf, and top hat. Right. Have I ever heard of just like a sentient skeleton before? Like ones that have been raised from necromancers, but those aren't sentient. Mm -hmm. You look like you've seen a ghost there, my dear friend. What oh, the sort fuck? of the opposite, actually. <laughs> well, what are you doing on a nice, gorgeous night like this? What brings you to town at 3 a.m.? You're the uh, Fast and Furious, aren't you? Yeah, you've heard of us? Who hasn't? You haven't heard of the Skelly Gang? Are you sure? I'm sorry, I can't say we have, no. Well, it was me, it was Richard, our rogue, it was Samuel, who was our barbarian, and then there was Jake. Jake had an issue. Dog stole his leg bone. It kind of fell apart after that. It, 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 was, it was a whole thing. They didn't want to get back into the whole adventuring, doing contracts gig, but I do, and I've been looking. I haven't been looking for you specifically, but I never thought I'd see the day where I would see the Foss and the Fierce in the flesh. Ha <laughs> ha! Well, here we are. <laughs> would you be interested in me taking along? Uh, we have recently gotten to a uh, complicated situation. Lots of strings. Uh, Yes, um, I mean, if, what, you, do you, are you dead? Well, I'm talking, aren't I? That doesn't mean I'm alive. Ha <laughs> I posted a picture of Don's, like, whole character in the group chat, by the way. Oh my god. Drunk, drunk like, takes a couple steps back to get a better look. It's a, yeah, a, a big old, yeah, a skeleton. Oh, um, I'm going to message you, Brittany, real quick. Do you not yep. take, are you, okay, yeah. Uh, oh, what is, is this not illegal? How did you come to be, if you don't mind my asking? Well, you know, when uh, <laughs> when one skeleton and another skeleton love each other very much... No, I no, no, that's not how that works. I'm just pulling your chain in there. And they're, with, they're gonna... You see this skeletal hand appear with mage hand, and they take it off, and you can kind of see there's a little... Little baby tiefling horns underneath. Well, obviously, I was born, and then I was dead, and then I'm kind of not mm -hmm. so dead, kind of alive. You know, I'm in that weird middle ground area, just kind of an undead, flying high on life. Yes, yes, yes. High on on life. All right. Your mom looks confused. <laughs> yes. And you just see 
on their gold uh <laughs> on like their gold like walking stick that they have like their scepter their cane whatever you want to call it the skeleton there's a skull on top of it and they just kind of uh give it a little like knock against their skull and this my good friends is dennis we are a tag team here dennis i'm sorry what 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 is who is Fuck dennis off. What just hey, you be that? nice to our new friend that's Den Dennis is a little little bit testy. This is days. bullshit. Well, it's not my fault you fucked up your experiment now, is it? This Suffer is bullshit, bitch. fucking stupid. Well, it is a two for one deal. Yes, no. it is, and if you act now, you can get a third. Nah, I'm just kidding. Ha, huh, that'd be too good of a deal. Well, you did say when the skeleton and another skeleton. All I right, don't uh, know where you'd expect me to put this skeleton, but I'm very good at clocking people with it. We have a... And speaking important... of clocking the time, huh? it's about 3 a.m. it seems. Yes, uh, we, we, we mentioned that. Um, so, I, we have a very important mission we're on. You want... You, you, you were wait. How did you know we would be coming to these docks? I didn't. I don't have anything else to do. I'm a skeleton. What am I going to do? Hang out of the graveyard and eat bone dirt? <laughs> I don't, I don't eat. I don't sleep. I suppose that makes sense. But what would sense. you do? I don't know. So you've just been staying um, here for like, a, how long? Well, I don't just stand. I walk. No, you gotta All keep right. the old joints limber. As limber right. as they can be. Ha <laughs> ha! <All right. sighs> yup. <laughs> yup. Do you have some sort of references you can offer? Um, thank you, Dennis. Love you, buddy. Gives a little kiss to the skull head. You mentioned you had another group. Could we perhaps ask the guild about you? And did you do any work with the guild? We did a couple contracts. There were some that were taken. Um, I think there was one about a well or something about that. I That's can't remember the name. You all heard about. But that, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that one. That was interesting, you know. I, I, my bones were wet when I was alive. Yeah, there's fucking oozes all over that well. Again. Yeah. All right. Um. Why don't you come with us for now? Uh, we are here to report something terrible to the the to the crown, the crown's guard, whoever. Um. So if you'll if you would like to come with us, it's nothing exciting right now. Hopefully, this is my mother hello. over. Hello. Well, hello. Good day to you, Miss. And the mage hand comes off and just uh, takes the hat off very respectfully. Wait, is the mage hand their hand that just popped off, 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 and starts? That's what it looks like. We're going okay. with that now. <laughs> It is good to meet you, my lady. Duh. <laughs> I can't even do that. I can't do the mystery. It's nice to meet you as well, Don Danello. Yes. Wow, you remembered my name. It's important to remember people's names. Yes, it is. And what is your name? Uh. <laughs> 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 I 
Nazi, Justin. Ven's mom. <laughs> oh, Ven's mom. Well, is there Got a Ven's it. father in the picture? Or a Ven's other mother in the picture? Nope. That is a sore subject. Mm-mm. Passed away. His father passed away. Oh, well, looky you. I am not dead. I am still half alive here, if you would like a companion. If you would like to spend any more time uh, on the mortal plane, uh, oh, you will please... Valea, that is a gorgeous name. I can show you around the city sometime if you'd like. This is so uncomfortable. What's happening? What, do you have a bone to pick with me over there, Ven? Please stop hitting on my mother after all of our all of our friends all of our friends and neighbors just died. Oh, that would be a bit of a uh, sore subject, though. Mm -hmm. We need to go speak to a crowns guard. So if you're coming with us. Come yes, with us. And I will I will be quite as a clam, right? Right, Dennis? Dennis, you better oh, show you out. Yes. But good. And the voice is coming from the skull on the cane. Mm-hmm. Uh alright, so let's let's start walking then. Alright. After uh, meeting after oh go ahead. Sorry. Well as they start walking, Drug's gonna like go up to Don. So how did your other friends become decidedly more dead and less undead? I just met you, Mr. What is your name? I don't think you told me your name. I didn't. What is what can I call you then? Just Bugbear for now. All right, Bugs. Snugglebug. I like bugs. that. I call you Snugglebug. <laughs> oh, Bugs. I love this. Well, they're uh, little Don's bugs. Don's going to die horrifically. <laughs> <laughs> Shows up, immediately starts hitting on Ven's mom and annoying uh It's like this group's Terry and Darrington. Yeah, yeah. I love Don right now. Well, Bugs, you are nice, tall, and handsome, I gotta say. What I can see with my eyes. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, uh. And they just, like, take their finger and poke it into the eye socket. Right. So, was it your fault? Ha! Huh, no, it was... I didn't hurt my friends. They were just kind of, uh, in the area a blast radius, and you just see them shoot daggers towards Dennis, the skull. Like literal There's... daggers, or? <laughs> they had eyes, they would be piercing. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just imagining she... <laughs> Don goes clunk, and then <laughs> at Dennis. But I feel like that's a different story for a different time. You said it's a somber mood. You have to be somber, right? That was a happy accident. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yes, you get it. Would you like to wear my a fantastic top hat there? You know, I only let the very best wear this. It has gotten me many miles. Many ladies, many gentlemen. Hats are not my thing. All right. Uh, Bugs. My ears usually interrupt them. 
Just gonna so, how did all your friends die? Jesus was it Was this an accident? Like, what happened? Did you kill them? What? You know what, actually? How are, what are your thoughts on jewelry? Oh. <laughs> uh, well, can't you see this? Yes. I have ten bones to use. Uh, would, would you mind holding out a finger? Aha! Which one? Aha! Yeah, that'll no, work. I'm just kidding. You can put it on and, anyone. Uh, here, uh, borrow this for about ten minutes, and the end it'll explain everything. And I'll put the ring of mind shielding. Oh. Um, <laughs> all of a sudden, she, all of a sudden, Don just gets super quiet for the rest of the thing. It's like downloading, it's in this, downloading. Like, <laughs> Look, looks at him, just I know kung fu. <laughs> um. Oh, this Dax person really fucked up. Ho oh, oh, ho oh. ho. Yes, you idiot. Now shut up. Okay. Oh well, guys, it is really a uh. Why don't you uh get the third one free right now for me? Ho oh, ho oh, oh. After meeting Dawn. Mm hmm. <laughs> Uh, as you make your way towards the city proper, uh, one of the crowns guard in a tower kind of looming over one of the gates calls out, uh, Be careful if you're visiting the Dawn Ward today. They're performing the Ascension Ceremony for the new Archpriest at the Halls of Eternal Life. Oh, goody, we're in time. Uh, the devout are enjoying it a little too much, in my opinion. And then your mom turns and goes, Well, that's where I want to go, is the temple. I can help out and stay there while you all deal with situations. That does sound like a very safe place for you to be. That, hey. that sounds like a good idea. Who wants a map of the city? Yes, please. When I first started yes. using Incarnate, so it looks like dog shit. <laughs> Doesn't look like a rhombus at all, but just to get an idea. I, the geometry teacher in me did very much appreciate the usage of the term rhombus. Thank you. As you can tell by the map, that is not a rhombus. <laughs> Bye. Like a like a bowl a little bit. I mean, maybe, maybe turn your head on the side a little, maybe a little almost rhombus like. Yeah. Anyways, oh, a diamond. That's the city. That's yeah, a rhombus. Yeah. The kind of trapezoid like. Now that I look at it, anyway. Yep. That's what I was thinking. Anyways, yep. The guards like, can I help you with anything else? Uh, yes. Um. Okay. Uh, the, 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 the city of Varanmore Var was attacked, uh, decimated, uh, well, not technically, but thousands dead, others incapacitated and comatose. Um, it, it, it is a tragedy. The city is all but wiped out. Oh, no more fish sticks for a few months. Uh, follow me. All right. He saunters down in his, like, platinum dragon-looking armor blue cloak trailing behind uh, we're gonna go to the royal ward which you all, were, all right you were all there last minus dawn for the feast at the beginning of the campaign oh yeah so let me look at my map again so you want to pass through the dreamweave first or the memorial gardens well he's leading the, the way right right he's not going through the dawn ward because that's gonna be busy as shit he's like uh 
We can't pass through the Dreamweave, but uh, without an, are any of you here, any of you train at the Academy? Uh, yes. Cool. Hold up the Phoenix cloak. Great. Leads you to the Dawn Lord. Or the uh, Dreamweave. Run through the Dreamweave district. There's just like magic shops everywhere. There's other wizards. There's people in like wizardly cloaks moving about. Uh, then you can see like students getting here early in the morning to like prepare for stuff. It's very busy, even at three in the morning. Mm -hmm. People rushing around with like spell components. There's like a cat walking around going, hey, watch where you're going. They have a cat for a hall monitor. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Apologies. I love it. Apologies, ma'am. Uh, high above the city is the again is the airship that just kind of floats there. Um, a, you can see a couple people getting brought out of the crucible. This kind of like building that looks like a screaming face with a wizard hat on it, and there's some bodies being brought out to students in like stretchers, like in pain, just like ah. Um, but you're not spending much time here so you pass through it pretty quickly uh, and you eventually find yourselves we'd be passing next into the royal ward um, and beyond the entry gates to the royal ward are numerous homes of nobility scattered about in very neat patterns and nestled between wide marble brick streets and looming trees each of the homes is surrounded by a sizable land and beautiful lush flower gardens oh. In the center of this district is a large gold fountain designed to look like Queen Asilria Geraldin when she first came to power in her early 20s. Long, like, gown, hair, but it's all gold, so no color. Um, pe people of noble upbringing sit on stone benches surrounding the fountain, reading from books, eating, and doing all manner of activities around the fountain in the shade of the looming maple trees that surround it. And the leaves on those trees are a deep scarlet color. Uh, each building of this district is made of white marble brick with immaculate blue shingled roofs. Um, at the northern end of this district is where the Harvest Cull Feast was held, where you all met a month ago. Um, and near this area are the large fortified walls that surround the home of the Queen Anundial Keep. The guard approaches these gates and calls out, uh, We got people here to see the Queen. Urgent, something urgent happened. Vranmore attacked. We gotta let them in. They gotta see, talk to someone. Yada yada business. Um, and as you approach the gargantuan iron gates just beyond the area where the Harvest Call Feast was held, they open inward, revealing a Nundial keep. Uh, the castle itself is beautiful and hewn from a collection of marble showcasing brilliant flecks of white and black, like bolts of lightning cascading through the material. Stretching up towards the sky are numerous towers that come to points and covered in numerous windows. All along the exterior walls of the keep are high-arched stained glass windows made of a brilliant display of bright-colored glass. The grounds themselves are dominated by two large crowns guard barracks near the gates, numerous gardens filled with an assortment of wild, colorful flowers and large trees. Uh, in the center of this land is a large fountain of solid gold depicting a winged tiefling holding a jagged longsword uh, with curved horns that touch their mid-back, uh, a mantis-like humanoid known as a thrycreen wielding deadly curved blades in each hand, and a goblin dressed in buccaneer-like regalia with a large feathered hat astride a giant beaver. 
A small inscription is carved into a plaque at the base of the fountain, which reads, Here lie the three heroes. We honor their sacrifice. Uh, the rest of the property is covered with topiary animals, such as bears, lions, massive squirrels, a lone dragon, and more. As you step onto the property, numerous crowns guard pour up from the barracks and approach in their platinum armor and dragon-like helmets. Uh, one of these crowns guard pushes himself to the front, their hands resting on a longsword strapped to their side. Their armor seems much more immaculate than the rest, and they are currently wearing not wearing a helmet. They appear to be a human uh, human woman with a blonde ponytail tied back and fierce blue eyes with a small scar just under the right eye. I can take over from here, she says to the crown's guard that escorted you here, and she, uh, the crown guard leaves. I am Captain Vanessa Graves, captain of the city's crown's guard. How can we assist you today? Um, oh, I would have uh, on our way over. I would have taken the ring back, okay, from Don, okay, uh, and put it on again. Uh, but I have a t I, I would have had time to attune to it over yeah. during the takes during the voyage. It, it, okay. it would take, and also like it would have taken like an hour to get here anyway. Walking, okay, yeah, but yeah, you definitely okay. have to attune to it if you wanted to. Cool. Um, then I'll yeah. So I have so I have Dax in my head for details and things. Um, I will say, uh, yes, uh, we're here to. Uh, reports a terrible, terrible attack on Varanmore. Uh, thousands dead in the streets. All right. Um, I'll take you before Mr. Silverhand. The Queen is currently ill, and her uh, beloved is overseeing her duties for the day. All right. Hopefully, hopefully it's not the same sort of illness. Uh, follow me. All right. Ben, shut up. Don't say that. Why not? If it is, that would be good to know before they have a queen. I say in my head. Mm -hmm. uh, so Captain Vanessa leads you down a series of winding, stretching corridors of gorgeous, gorgeous marble and set with arched stained glass windows. After a few moments, you're brought, you were in the, you guys have been in the castle before. Last time you were here, you went to the one interrogation room. First session. Um... Mm -hmm. And after a few moments, you're brought to a large set of double doors made of solid platinum. Uh, etched into the doors is the visage of a massive dragon coiled around an image of Anundial's keep. The eyes of this dragon are set with glimmering blue jewels, and Coin is just, like, wide-eyed because it's Bahamut. Uh, the two crowns guards standing by the door bow to Vanessa and open the doors for you all. As the doors open, you find yourselves looking into the throne room of Anundial keep. The room itself is built from speckled black and white marble like the rest of the keep and city, upheld with great pillars of jet black marble speckled with streaks appearing like blue lightning uh, that are set with arches every 10 feet or so, set with stained glass windows depicting images from the city's history, and before each window are small statues representing the monarchs of times past. Near the end of the room set on a dais is the platinum throne of the queen under the outstretched wings of a massive depiction of Bahamut made from solid white marble. This statue of Bahamut stretches upward 60 feet towards the ceiling. However, sat in the queen's throne is a stout, yet incredibly strong-looking orc man in his 60s, built like a tank. He has a reddish-brown skin and a shaved head and a thick gray beard that he keeps tied off into numerous braids that reach down to his waist. He has gray eyes and two visible tusks pierced with rings. He wears a set of pearl-white chainmail. Uh, over his armor, he wears a heavy cloak made with what made with, with a fur collar made from what is only presumably yeti hide. 
His weapon of choice is a massive great axe that is slung over his back that is made from bones, teeth, and claws, and his left hand is made of pure silver. Vanessa approaches the throne and takes a bow. Lord Silverhand, I pray the queen is doing well. I have some individuals here uh, who were witness to a large-scale attack on Varanmoor. They seek an audience. And the orc nods. Uh, Van and Kenna and Druk or Coin would know, but neither of them are here. Uh, this is Fendrin Silverhand. He's the queen's kind of like lover. They never got married because he didn't want a noble title. He didn't want to be king. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, pretty well known that he's... Yeah. Uh, he, you would know he also serves as the crown general for the queen's armies. Uh, is her lover, but they've been together for 31 years. And he is also the father of the prince who vanished last year, Prince Estes, who you've you've heard a couple times that the prince disappeared. Uh, Formerly just paramour, essentially, yeah. right? There's no need for formalities. I am no lord, nor am I of noble blood. I've said it before. No need for bowing. He looks towards you all. I apologize for the queen not being available. She's feeling under the weather, so she has placed me with the task of overseeing all of her duties while she rests. That being said, tell me of this attack. Well, uh, it began in uh, Varanmore uh, with the uh, the son of the, the, the gov <laughs> governor. Is that what he is? Uh, sort of, yeah. Yeah, the the he's the, the found, like the he's like is the owner of like the trading company. Yeah, um, I thought I thought he had a I thought he had a the uh, owner's son. Yeah, I thought well I thought the, the 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 owner had a like government title too. Yeah, let me pull it up. And when he says about the queen being sick in in Ven's mind, Dax just goes, "I thought I was mentioning something about that in one of her letters." Oh. Um, he doesn't have a like a government title. He's just the a just the head of the Anandial Trading Company, and he's incredibly wealthy. Okay. Hence, why he's in easily his name's and the leader of Varanmore uh, is Voxhill Osterbrand. Okay, uh, the son of uh, Voxhill Osterbrand uh, began acting very strangely. He his uh, eyes began to glow purple, and he began lashing out at everyone around him. Um. It was uh, it, it was very strange. Uh, he was not acting himself. Uh, he was sub uh, I I was able to subdue him non non lethally just to get him for, to, from keep him from hurting anybody. Um, we were put on uh, under essentially house arrest in the, not even house arrest. We were just told to stay in the city while they investigated what happened. But then the guards uh, watching us uh, began also exhibiting similar signs and. The more they became aware of other people, the more their those people's eyes began to glow in a similar purple, and the more it began to spread, and the more it began to spread until the town was just a a a mess of mayhem and pandemonium, uh, and and uh, death, and those that were sub uh, event the, the attack ended, the the uh, the glow faded. Uh, it seemed to be able to affect anything from people to even to swarms of rats. Uh, it didn't work on everyone, but it was very effective on most people, and and uh, those who had been controlled by it uh, were left unresponsive and comatose after uh, after it ended. And 
it was it was uh, there there are thousands dead thousands comatose and a, a fraction of the city still left alive and conscious we understand that it has to do with something uh, called some sort of evil entity called Ubalek, is that it? Ubalek, yeah. In, uh, yes. Named Ubalek. Oh, yeah. uh, whose symbol is a brain with a, surrounded in a crown of skulls. I have not heard of this individual. Hmm. Uh, uh, oh, specifically illithid skulls. Specifically a brain surrounded in illithid skulls. So perhaps an enemy to the uh, illithid of Coral Cove. Good, good, then. Yes, good, good. Yes, we've had a peace treaty with the Illithid of Coral Cove for quite some time. Um, interesting. Do you have any other information? Like the, have you, did you see like a physical perpetrator that started this ordeal? It appeared. It appeared that it was not a physical. Uh, transmission that it was entirely psychic in presence uh, I, I wasn't not able to study it in detail but it seemed that just their awareness of an individual allowed them to attempt to infect their mind interesting I'll send some crowns guard to aid in re rehabilitation of the settlement uh, and I'm going to all order the temples to send healers to aid in this affair if there's any healing that can be done to this affliction you spoke of. Um, if, uh, if if this is something regarding an enemy of the Illithid, then can't, uh, not to tell you how to do your job, but uh, Coral Cove may be able to provide significant insight. I will send um, letters to them as well. Well, no, I and, uh, we have mage, I'll, have, I'll have one of my mages uh, contact them and um the uh if the uh, if the mages of the academy if anyone could the mages of the academy uh, mages of the academy would be the ones who would be able to provide any kind of protection against it and protect people so that uh, this infection does not spread even more i don't know where it might pop up again that's also true okay i'll contact i will get in touch with the academy as well How much information do you all have about this Ubalike? Then you have nothing, remember? In my head, yes, but can we give them something so that we don't seem suspicious, and that way you can, we can out have, we can provide them with some sort of help. What do we know that we could give them? I mean, we already know that uh, we did go into one of their hives in a different part of the continent I mean, mm -hmm. we could just give them that information that that's that's practically in our guild manifest from one of our jobs right oh true um we did we encountered a similar the, the reason i know of the symbol um the the uh the son the 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 son of uh osterbrand was uh was mentioning the name ubalike as he swung his sword around um we encountered a we encountered that name in one of our uh, in one of our uh, recent adventures for the guild uh, and the symbol as well. So I don't know if it, it didn't seem that it was 
anything sealed up in there, but, uh, well, it could have, potentially something could have been released that was contained, and if so, that I am, that I feel terrible about any, any repercussions our actions may have caused. Yes, that would be unfortunate. How willing are you all to aid in this affair? You seem to have the most information out of anybody. Well, uh, Varanmore is my home. It's where I grew up. I would, uh, I would like to see justice done for it. In Ven's mind, just I'd be kind of a dick if I didn't help at this point. So, not that you have much of a choice if I'm helping. Um, he snaps a finger and Kevin Vanessa approaches and uh, get some royal seals please uh, one two three four five will suffice and she walks off I'm going to be giving you all royal seals to aid in this investigation uh, it'll just tell people you represent the crown uh, it's proof that these symbols, these can get you into places around the core, which is, you know, this country, the old and undeal country, uh, that common folk may not enter, and have you'll have, you will have full authority to act upon the laws put in place by the crown. Maybe you can go into the Dreamweave without providing the cost of a magic item to get in, um, and the Dreamweave may have information, or the Ember Athenium uh, may have information regarding this you like, but as I said. I don't want to part with people don't want to part with magic items to get in uh, if you agree to this I can pay you all for your efforts 2,000 gold up front and an additional 2,000 gold when you return with proof of death of the perpetrators or perpetrator or more information regarding of this attack right mm. Suppose we don't have proof. Would you allow? Uh, can is there anyone that can like look into mine? Yes, uh, there's a mage at the Ember Athenium who looks into these sort of things. Mm. You can contact him. I'm not aware of his name, but I know there's one who stays there to help study and stuff. He was actually uh, he's has some he has some reputation and renown. Uh, he apparently. Like myself, he was at the conflict with Asmodeus 35 years ago. Oh. But he was just a child then, but regardless. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, what, uh, what do all of you say? Uh, I mean... Would you let us have a moment to discuss amongst our group? Yes, you may leave the you may leave the throne room. Thank you so much. Nods. I suppose we can go. Yep. Uh, hmm. I've been around y'all for five fucking minutes and I have a royal seal. Bitch, I'm staying with you. Don't have the royal seals yet. Fuck. Captain went to go get them. Yeah. I, 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 or the money. I don't know what the fuck we're gonna do. But like, I, 
Uh, please let me stay with y'all. I uh, swear I'm useful. And if you're not, then you'll probably die, which would ah. get you out of our hair. Not like that hat's happened before. <laughs> I think I'm starting to like you. That's <laughs> <laughs> a high five up for drug. As he does that, you just see the bones from the hand kind of go, but then like mage hands it back up together. <laughs> how how tall is Don? Five six. Oh okay, so so I, I'm you do a high five and I'm just like low fiving. <laughs> <laughs> he is not beefy nor meaty. So, this uh, is two thousand gold. At the start, before we even begin, and two thousand after. Uh, that did not mean each, right? I'm not sure. Probably not. But that would mean. What about? <laughs> That's 400 gold for each of us. That's a lot. quite a bit. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. I think that is worth it. Well, I suppose even if we were paid nothing, you would be invested then. Yes, I would. Apologies. None, uh, none, none needed. So we're taking it. <laughs> yes. 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 Then, yes. what the fuck's happening? We're. Oh, sorry. Um, I narrate everything that just happened to Dax. Two thousand go. A royal sea. <sighs> okay. Okay. Let's do this. Okay. Yeah. Coins like, of course, it's whatever we have to do to help the people. And I was like, yeah, that's a lot of money. And, well, yeah. Well, I'll only mention it because. He just looks around to see if anybody's listening. Not really. We'll, uh, I guess threatened not to pursue this. I don't know exactly what sort of leads we have to pursue this, but... Um... Well, he did tell us maybe we could check out the Amber Athenium and dig up knowledge on this Ubalak. Uh, right. That's true. We can do some research. We can I am get, quite familiar. And we got, we're going to get those royal seals so we can get past a lot of stuff that most people would get hampered by. That's true. That's true. But... Uh... Being as we were contacted and the ring came, is that at any point, at any time, this entity might just descend upon us? Potentially, yes. All they would need to do is all it would need to do is uh, unleash one single rat into the city, 
and uh, begin spreading its influence. And we also did meet some of his devotees and save some of his devotees in that place down there where we helped them get away on their like ship thing. So if we are going to pursue this, we need to figure out some way to counteract any scries or invasions or yeah or at the very least be able to tell if we are being seen or looked upon is there anything like that in your magics potentially I also just might need to do more research or I'm, it might not be magic that I have access to as well. Hmm. Well, if we have that money, we might be able to buy stuff to help us with that in this Dreamweave district. Yes. That is true. That is true. You definitely need to prepare. Hmm. I think research would be the best because we don't exactly know how to... I don't know what we need to prepare. So, I don't know what would help so far. The only thing that seemed to have any effect at all was I uh, I cast a spell that shrouded the one of them in darkness and it seemed unable to find me or anyone else in order to uh, spread its influence it seemed that reduced its awareness of the things around it which prevented it from being able to spread but I don't know if that was a coincidence and had any effect or if, or if, if that was a coincidence and didn't actually do anything or if it actually had some sort of effect so I think more research would be helpful so we know what we need in order to prepare. So, books it is. I will do something else. Yes, I. If we're if we're going to be in the city, if we want to divide and conquer, I can I can head down and start uh, investigating and uh, reading books. I can bring Dax with me, or I can leave Dax with you, whichever we think is more helpful. And I'm. I'm double narrating this all in my head to Dax yeah. so that Dax can keep up with the conversation. And just, yeah, none of us can go to the Dreamweave District unless we're with you, Van. Oh, that's right. Well, I could at least get you inside, right? Yeah. I thought once we had those, uh, those seals, we could go. That's true. Hmm. So, we stick together. I will busy myself with other things while you read your books seems reasonable yes alright so then to the Dreamweave district I suppose okay. well, let's get the gold and the goods first and then let's go Dawn it is currently 4am perhaps oh, we should so. find lodging perhaps we should try and find lodgings uh somewhere to um, regroup at perhaps get some breakfast before we get started we've been on a boat for 19 hours and haven't gotten much sleep you Maybe. see Dawn kind of sniff the air just yeah it's about 4am uh, can you she... smell what time it is well can you smell what Dawn's cooking no but but question stands do you mean well, I can't Dawn? smell it. I just kind of know it. Do you mean Dawn is in you or Dawn is in the rising sun? Ah, there you go. Got that double entendre, my dude. Oh, 
Damn, I love you, uh, Bugs. Oh, I think me and you are gonna be great friends. God damn. <laughs> oh, I love this. Fucking one eighty from Dex. <laughs> you think there's any inns in the Dreamweave district? You know, kill two birds with one stone. Oh, most likely, and then we wouldn't have to worry about me getting you in and out all the time for yeah. already is just staying in there. Yeah. What I, what I know if, like, securing lodgings in the Dreamweave District would allow them to just, like, come and go as they please. If they could, like, prove that they're like, look, I'm staying in there. Uh, Here's my key. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. especially if, they, if you guys get your royal seals, then, yeah. Then it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah okay. We do that. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll head we'll head to the Dreamweave district and look for an inn. I suppose. Okay. So we'll, we'll head to the gates first. Okay. Well, first you have to get your stuff. Yeah, we gotta. Oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. Silver handed. So like, back in there, yes. he's like, "So are you yeah. t are you uh, taking the job? What's going on?" Oh, absolutely, yes. All right. You two get handed a. <sighs> Where is it? Uh... <laughs> A royal seal power invested in me <laughs> small amulets uh with the crown symbol and the crown symbol is basically the symbol of it's a what is the crown yeah, amulets with uh head of a platinum dragon surrounded by oak leaves and diamonds that is the seal and 2000 gold so everybody gets 400 gold Hey. And yeah, two thousand one. That's not enough. This is finished. Thank you. Um, not why we're doing this, but it certainly will come in handy. We'll help us prepare. Oh, sorry, you said we did get the royal seal. Yep, royal seal and four hundred okay. gold each. Mark that as an item in my inventory. Yeah, that's what I was about to do. Under oh, custom items, add items. That seems like something that uh, some street urchin would love to pick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna keep mine in the bag of holding, actually. Smart. Any other affairs I can help you all with? Uh, anybody have any thought, other thoughts? Uh, Van, if you don't mind, before you get started, I would like to be dropped off at the Temple District. Of course, yes. Uh, I can... Well, we'll, uh, we can swing by and drop you off. I would say I would take you, but, um, I kind of need the, I kind of need to be there for everyone to get into the Dreamweave District, so... Uh, let's go. Uh, be careful going there, it's real busy today. Right, I remember hearing about that. Yes. Barnier's Ascension. Then. Yes. Then. Um. This is, uh. I don't know if my mother might be at the Ascension or not. So, uh. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Just want to let you know. Because, you know, crazy or math and all that, but, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope your mother doesn't run into my mother. Why are we hoping that? 
If they start talking and your mother mentions to my mother that I'm dead, then that's going to be a different can of beans. How much did my mom actually catch that Dax is dead, or did we have that conversation like privately, I mean, uh, like around the ring? She probably caught it. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, then as we're walking, I'll actually just go up to my mom. Mm -hmm. Just be like, um, so you know the whole thing about how Dax's soul is in this ring, right? And all of that weird magic nonsense that we're dealing with? Yes. Um, they've just informed me that their mother may be present at the Ascension in the Temple District. And their mother knows what we all look like? No, but um, I would just, in the event that you meet a, uh, I, I just wanted to let you know so that way you don't, you know, find someone, strike up a conversation, start talking about your kids, and then, as you know, mothers tend to, I, I just wanted to uh, account for bad luck. That makes sense. So, you know, uh, yep. maybe, maybe, they're not gone, they're just uh, temporarily in a ring, and we're working on bringing them back, so no need to worry their mother about it. Yes, that could be awkward. Yes, exactly. Alright, uh, let's get you, let's get you to the temple. Alrighty. So, getting to the Dawn Ward. Is everybody following? And then, okay. Cool. Even at 4am, this district <laughs> of the city Christ. is packed with people and is overflowing. You need to push through the collection of people to move through this area. Numerous temples are built to each of the gods in the Pantheon, but the largest of which is the Halls of Eternal Life, a massive temple dedicated to our Mathen, which is even larger than Nundial Keep, the home of the Queen, so a church bigger than the castle. The Halls of Life is a, is a massive, Halls of Eternal Life is a massive ornate temple with three large spires of white marble that reach up into the sky and are adorned in stained glass windows depicting images of our Mathen. The roofs of the temple are made of gold and reflect the cresting sunlight coming up over the ocean, uh, which causes brilliant radiance to shine down upon this whole district. In the center of the tallest spire in the temple is a small balcony where a dwarf with a short orange beard stands adorned in brilliant white and gold robes and wearing a gold headband with a symbol of Armathenin uh, crested in the front. Clustered around the exterior of the temple are thousands of people cheering and hollering as they gaze up at the dwarf. The dwarf standing there all night? Yeah. The dwarf raises his hands and brings him up to his chest, as the rest of the crowd does the same in the universal prayer for Armathnin. The crowd then falls silent as he raises one of his hands to his throat, and his voice booms over the crowd. Welcome, gathered devout. It is unfortunate that we lost Darnis, and I shall do my best to uphold her teachings and respect and the respect she gave each and every one of you. I've been praying and speaking to the Lord of the Dawn Life, and he has blessed me with this position. In my prayer, our Lord spoke some truths to me. The title of head priest will be nullified here today, and I now shall serve as your archpriest, and as an archon of our Mathnan in his stead. Some changes will also be coming to the temple and our practices to ensure its continued existence, 
and to ensure I can serve you all for as long as possible. To ensure funds directly come to the church, resurrection rituals will no longer be permitted in any temple of any permitted deity on the continent other than here in the capital in the halls of eternal life. We will be ensuring that the priests that head each temple are still capable of treating wounds, illness, and the daily business these temples provide. That being said, the church does need to sustain itself. As such, the following changes will come into effect immediately. The cost of resurrection rituals will double to cover the cost of the components and for the time of the priests taking part. And each soul will undergo a trial to see if our Lord deems the soul worthy of being brought back to life. Our Lord will have final say to ensure those tainted by evil will no longer be restored. We will also be spending the next few months doing some upkeep on the crypts beneath the temple, so during that time we will be closing the catacombs to the public. We apologize for the inconvenience, but we promise you will be able to pay respects to your loved ones in due time. It has come to my attention, however, that vandalism came to one of our temples in Belgrove, and the culprits have not been found nor identified. We pray these vandals were only misguided in their actions, and ask that they come forward and we can provide absolution services to set you on a better path. The crowd bursts into applause as soon as he mentions absolution, and he raises his hand and they immediately go quiet. On the subject of Belgrove, my priests who attend the temple there have secured the funds and given me given the go-ahead to dismantle the ruined temple to Bahamut. I firmly believe each god has their purpose, but times change. And as we all know, the Platinum Dragon hasn't been seen nor heard in thousands of years. It's time we take a step forward and accept that he abandoned his followers. Not all is lost. Those of you wishing to give yourself to a god who not only loves his followers but doesn't abandon us are free to speak to one of our many priests here in the temple and learn more about transitioning into worshipping our lord. And in unison, the crowd all yells, Praise be to the Lord the Lord of the Dawn Life. Which Vance Mother does as well. Van Van like just like mouths just like moves his mouth yeah. in that way that like you get really good at doing, so it looks like you're making yeah. words, yeah. but like Praise be indeed. Now I have much business to attend to if I wish to serve you all. Things are going to change for the better. I promise you. He bows and steps through the doors on the balcony and disappears back into the temple. And because I feel like shit, that's where we're going to end the session for the night. Okay. Hey, we got that's to good. introduce Don. That's yeah. a good spot, Justin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Druck was like, he was like doing this the whole speech. He's just like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Dax is gonna have some words next session. I love, I love that stuff though, Justin. That's uh that was some good good uh parallels. Uh oh. Yeah. Fuck, I forgot the sending stones. Oh no. Yeah.
That's a. Uh... Yeah, that's cool. Oof. Justin, that's good. That's good. Good shit. Good night, everybody. Yeah. We'll be back here tomorrow. Good night. All right.